up, everybody? You're listening to the TPM podcast. And if you don't know by now, TPM stands for Theology of Plain Men. I'm here with Zach, and we are the self-appointed art people of TPM. The uh, artsy-fartsy ones, Yeah, if you will. as much as I love that phrase. Uh, and so we're just, we're just here in the in uh, the studio, as we like to call it, which is developing and maturing. Um, just talk about art generally, but also in one specific case, uh, a band that we kind of both have been known to geek out about um, and together at times. So I say that we're the art people because we do artistic things. I am more the visual arts. I do painting and drawing and that sort of thing. And then so I'll let uh, what, Zach talk a little bit. What, what sorts of ways is well, I'll let you talk about yourself oh, first. Oh, I got to say more. Than uh, okay. What sorts of ways does that manifest itself? <laughs> you do like physical art, like right. drawing stuff, but tell tell yeah, us a little a more point. about that. Yeah, so I I also I don't know. It kind of comes with the comes with the skills to do to be drawing and painting to just have like what I like to say visual sensibility and just knowing kind of what looks good together. Like you know, people that are just. Oh, like able to kind of put together things in a way that makes it look good. So that manifests itself in like graphic design and you know, a little bit of photography. Being you know, able and, to match outfits in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> something, Assembling something. like coherent outfits. As yeah. much as that kind of makes me cringe to yeah. say <laughs> something that Zach doesn't do well. <laughs> but I'm married, so it, it works, so it doesn't it works really matter okay. anymore, does it? Yeah, uh, I am kind of on a different side of art i would call myself more of the the audio artist the sound artist um music has always been something that is special to me um it's always evoked something in me that i i can't quite explain uh if uh when i listen to music i'm i'm a guy who likes to turn it up real loud and just jam uh there's something about it just makes my head bob i mean it's it, it really gets me in the groove and i love it uh in most of my life that uh, early since coming to Christ, that's manifested itself in worship, uh, for better or for worse. Sometimes, uh, I think when you, sometimes we pin ourselves, um, especially as mu- musicians, it seems to be really apparent. There's this, um, fear that anything secular is gonna, is, is of the devil. Um, and as musicians, we sometimes need to pin ourselves into this Christian corner of music. And I really, I, I think it's a shame because there's so much out there, um, as we're going to talk about today uh, with a band that Andre and I absolutely geek out over called AJR. Um, and we'll intro them a little bit, but um, we wanted to take a minute as the self-appointed artists of TPM. Um, we, you know, we think it's important for people to understand, you know, why should we care about art in general? Um, you know, why should we care about artists in general? You know, what does that say about God and uh, I'm gonna throw the ball over to you, Andre. Um, you know, give me your one-two gut reaction as an artist. You know, why why should the everyday person care? I just think that beauty this is like going straight to the deep cut. I guess not super maybe relatable, but I just think that beauty is so important to our experience in life. Um, I think that it just it it. You know, it makes our lives, beauty makes our lives better in ways that are really underrated and fly under the radar at times. Um, so I think that when you can inject little moments of beauty into your life, um, 
I think it just improves it improves your day. And to take it really basic, I once listened to a uh, uh, artist speak at a conference to do with culture and Christianity and faith, and he told a story. His name was um, uh, oh shoot, now I've really committed myself to saying his name. Um, I'm going to think of it. I will think of it. But he told a story about his wife when he was in, I think he was in art school or something, and they had, you know, no money. They were, you know, just really pinching pennies to make ends meet. His wife went out for, to the market or whatever, to buy some food, and she came back with a few things to eat, but she also had a bouquet of flowers. And she put them out on a vase on the table, and he was, he was telling the story. He was furious with her. He says, what makes you think we can afford flowers? And we, you know, we, we don't even have enough money to eat. And his wife said, um, oh my gosh, Ma- Makoto Fujimura, that's his name, Makoto Fujimura. He says, she, his wife said, Makoto, we have to feed our souls. And that really just stopped him in his tracks. And she was speaking his language, he was an artist, so of course that worked. But I think that that is, I don't know, a compelling illustration even for me to remember that yeah, we are um, created beings by a creator who values beauty, obviously, as seen in the natural world. And so I think that that is like really inherent. And so when people just cast off the need for art and the need for beauty really offhandedly, which I think happens a lot because in the face of science and numbers and all the cold, um, le- you know, right brain stuff in the world, uh, it just it really does make me cringe because I think there's a huge need for beauty in our lives and it really has a lot to... To give us right, yeah, and I don't know, know that, and that's from a very visual. Like you can right. hear it in my descri- in my answer is like yeah. how visual that is, but I yeah. think in music that would also be right pertinent. But I think it has a lot to do emotionally too. Music yeah. is a big, yeah, absolutely, and um, I don't even think I need to argue this much. I think we argue it. Society argues it itself. Um, the band we're going to talk about argues it every yeah. time they do a live performance. There's a oh, reason yeah. <laughs> why stadiums sell out. With for artists to see concerts, there's something, and there always has been. This isn't new. There's yeah. always been something about humanity that music just has been something designed into us. Even non-musical people, like there are very few. I know there are exceptions to the rule. And I'm going to make a sweeping statement, and I don't care. Um, but <laughs> everybody that. has some tie to music, it, it, a memory, something. Think like go talk to your grandparents. Or like your parents and like about uh, like for my parents, like I'll go talk to my dad about memories he has about the Eagles or something or John Bon Jovi. And I I mean, our parents, the music they grew up to, it brings them to their youth. And there's a like, I think there's something to our design as humanity, the way God made us that that links music to that. Um, Yeah. So, you know, from a, a bitter band kid who's always been underfunded you know in his high school days you know there is you know it does make me a little angry where society tends to and it's so hypocritical because like i said music is such a big part of our lives every single person every athletic director who's ever cut (laughs) funding for their band program has been to a concert like so it you know it just it it aggravates me, um, but at the same time, you know, there's there's an observation to be made there. Um, yeah, and it's I'm a very emotional person, so it's really easy for me to sit here and be like, oh, music is this emotional thing, and I weep every time I listen to this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> um, but that's 
you know, not everyone reacts that way, but everyone has some tie to music. Um, and now to, to the Christian, I, I challenge you, take one peek at uh, church history, at Israel's history through the Old Testament, uh, and try to tell me that music isn't there, because you're wrong. Um, the first time Adam lays his eyes on Eve, you know, a lot of scholars believe that his response is, is song. Um, read through the Psalms. Those are, you know, those are songs of David and other psalmists. Um, but you know, yeah. it's 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 there and it's totally woven in the whole uh, the whole way. Moder- it's just a natural human expression. Yeah, I mean, I mean modern yeah. music as we know it was propagated by the early church and the Latin church. I mean that that created music like that sustained music through the early hundreds and thousands and and as you go for forth with that. Look at music history. It came from the church. Right. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it, no. It's it's there, and it's important. It always has been. So I think it's it's not worth our while to sit here and be like, oh, this just doesn't matter. So I'm going to get off my bitter soapbox, <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to go yeah. look at some some stuff that we care about a lot. So, Let's start talking. So, we, uh, so Zach and I have talked about a lot of different songs, and so we picked some of our favorites. Um, but to transition out of the idea of artists and artwork and why that's important, uh, We'll start with the song Role Models. Um, again, these are all by AJR. Uh, and unfortunately, Andre oh. and I don't understand copyright law well. Yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah. <laughs> shocker to nobody, we reached out to AJR <laughs> to see if we could play their songs, and they didn't uh, respond. So yep. not surprising. So, okay, so, it's only been like six hours. Right. They could still, they you know, could, they, could. they have lives. Right. Uh, so we're not going to play any actual clips of the songs, but <laughs> I strongly advise anyone listening, um, go listen to these songs. Even if it's not your flavor of music, there's a lot of um, their their ability to have commentary on culture and society. And um, honestly, it might somehow be your flavor of music because they do such a thorough job of you know morphing one genre into the other right. and kind of blending things together. Right. Uh, which is what they do. So, as a word of inter- introduction of the band, if you're not familiar, there are three brothers who are probably in their very early 20s they might be younger than us i'm assuming they're younger than us i i, right? I have no idea i think idea. they're like 22 i'm getting 22 vibes you know i really don't know maybe i'll be, I'll be totally it doesn't honest. matter but uh yeah they're three brothers and they use the phrase subtweet in one of their songs so they can't be older than 25 yeah oh yeah definitely <laughs> not they have a song all about netflix basically which is a very fun song oh I, we're not going to talk about that one but <laughs> yeah i know right. I, that wasn't on the list but it might as yeah i mean it, it may every well song be. could be on the list suffice it to say okay so three brothers it's kind of like indie pop um yeah plus like all this other crazy stuff that they I, I like to, to say if you tonight. if you mash together a barbershop quartet with yeah. indie pop yeah and a marching band Espe- yeah especially on the latest album it, the barbershop quartet comes in there it's right not properly a proper project because I I've, they have a bunch of videos on like how they make their stuff and it's really interesting to see. All right, what so role models. So role models is so I'm gonna just read you the chorus or a, a couple lines from the lyrics and that'll that'll just get us started. So it says all my role models are on TV for the wrong reasons and I will unravel if you rip away my best pieces. Would have never come so far without someone there to start again. How can I truly love the art when I kind of hate the artist? And then, but all my role models are on TV for the wrong reasons. So this really triggered, the, you know, when I first heard this, it plunged me right into the whole topic of, of con- like cultural creators um, being 
basically torn out of the out of consumption out of society because of some immoral thing that they did which it you know and so i'm thinking kevin spacey comes to mind you know kevin spacey is an actor famous for probably a bunch of things before this but more recently house of cards and now you know and he did all these bad things which are bad and do not you know should not be celebrated or encouraged um, but now I talk to people and they say, "Oh, I don't watch House of I like I I don't watch House of Cards anymore because because of what Kevin Spacey did." And and my reaction to that is like, "Is fair? I acknowledge that he did the wrong things, and I don't I don't want to support that any more than anybody else." Uh, but I also hesitate to throw out a bunch of a bunch of culture, a bunch of art. Just because somebody that was involved uh, is, you know, perform does insupportable, right. unsupportable behavior. Yeah, and you know, I think we see a similar thing with, um, you know, take it into music with like Michael Jackson, with yeah. what with what is seemingly yeah. coming out now of of things he allegedly did. Um, you know, I I'm not up to date on what's been been proven. It's not necessarily the point I'm trying to make, but. Right. Um, I mean, we have, let's just say, for example, let's say he did do all the things that, that people are saying he did. Right. For the sake of example, let's just say that. Um, he is undoubtedly one of the greatest musicians who's ever lived. One of the greatest performers who's ever lived. And the music he made was seriously revolutionary um, and had a huge impact on music as a, as a whole. So and this is where I'm, I'm torn because like, is there a way to like, and th- and that's why I love this song because it poses the question of, is there a way where I can love this art when I kind of hate this yes, artist? He's totally in that line, he's totally grappling like, with this exact this exact dilemma. Right, and and that's why, and he doesn't, you know, and the song doesn't offer a solution necessarily, but yeah, um, I I appreciate that there is this there's this grappling that we're realizing. You know, there's so much here that are we seriously just going to throw out? Yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't know, and maybe we do. I, I don't right. I think there's a way where we don't have to, but I'm uh, not the expert, I guess. I don't know. Part of my part of my reasoning on this topic is if we threw out the work of everybody who did bad things, if we if we knew you know, if we had some sort of litmus test, we would be throwing out a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 we're also implying some sort of threshold to like, well, you know, there's yeah. a certain amount of you know this. If you do this, yeah, if you, you're you're exactly. toast. You're it's cancel exactly. culture, right? For, exactly. If we want to throw a buzzword, and we live in cancel culture, For sure. Um, you know, over, especially so over the I last heard five the years. Phrase cancel culture this morning. Yeah, I've only actually started hearing it over the last few weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so maybe I need to figure maybe, out what so that maybe means. it's a new phrase. I just phrase. assumed that was something I missed and gonna nod along with. Right. I know. I'm. I'm. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm kind of old, I no so idea. I don't know, but it's I don't know. It's baffling, and you know, I think we can now again. We're gonna enter into to Christianese, I guess, but if you know to the christian you know especially i would say you know i oh that's like exactly what this is i'm sorry i just googled cancel culture okay can i just read what it says you go for it please i'm sorry i totally interrupted you but uh, uh cancel culture describes the form of boycott 
in which someone, usually a celebrity, who has shared a questionable or unpopular opinion, okay, so it's a little different, or has had behavior that is perceived, okay, it's exactly the same, to be offensive, perceived to be offensive, called out on social media, uh, they're canceled. So, so this is exactly what happens to so, Kevin Spacey, to who the heck was that on the Luke. woman with the like alt-right crazy stuff? Yeah, I have no idea where you're going. Um, uh, Roseanne, uh, Roseanne. Oh yeah, Roseanne right? Barr. Yeah, Roseanne Barr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, you know this sort of thing. Su- this song itself. Again, I'll, I'll was... read another lyric from Role Models. Um, in one of the verses, he said. Um, Thought I was made from men that were great. Put that crown on me. Thought I was made from Louis C.K. Um, so you know, there's there's these people yes. who've come before who've laid this groundwork, um, and I even imagine this from AJR's standpoint. You know, they're an artist following in the footsteps of great artists, people who've done great things, great performers, and now they're saying, "Well, I'm following in these footsteps of the people who laid this path for me," and now we're canceling them. And can I not regard them? Can I not appreciate them for what they did for me? You know, I mean, even I'm going to I'm I would call myself a reformed Christian. Right. So I'm going to think back to my reformers, uh, Martin Luther, John Calvin. If they had Twitters and if some of the stuff they did in their lifetimes got tweeted out, they would be canceled. You know, they burned people at the stake, beheaded people for heresy. You know, they were the, they were in support of, of things like that. And those are our reformers. Those are the people who have laid the foundation for my theology. I'm very much a Martin Luther guy when it comes to theology. So, I mean, I'm, I know I'm living my life in a way where I'm practicing. Uh, I'm a, you know, the work these men did, I'm in, right? I, I believe it. I appreciate what they did. But, you know, I'm, I'm actively like, oh, yeah, I don't think we should burn people at the stake, you know, because I think they're a witch. I, I you know, I don't. I, I don't believe that. So I'm practicing that, but I don't know, you know, where's that line? Yeah. Seeing behind the curtain on your role models. That's like a classic um, thing. That reminds I There's one, there's a better example that I cannot put my finger on, but it it's kind of like what happens in Black Panther. Remember when he like goes to the whatever and he sees, he learns that his dad like did something, but he like worshiped his father, you know, like he is totally mm. leading the civilization or whatever right. Wakanda is in his father's footsteps and right. then he like learns these things and it's his world just like oh, yeah. spirals out of control because he's like how could you do this right. or whatever yeah because yeah. he banished the Killmonger guy right yeah. he did that and then, yeah. then whatever so yeah that's like a that's a thing that and this okay so this highlights something that I really like about AGR and I think part of the reason that I and you probably take to them so well is because they are you know back to the age thing coming of age in the same world that we are, and they're grappling with a lot of the same things, as we pointed out. Yeah, they ain't old. You know, the Netflix one is another example of that. They're just talking about how, like, they understand their lives through Netflix. Oh, totally. And so, and and which is like, I don't know, probably kind of true for me too, as hesitant as I am to admit that. And so it's, like, really refreshing to hear a band wrestle with these ideas, um, like, you know, seeing your role models, seeing behind the curtain on your role models, and... Mm. um, and relationships like you know there's there's a they have a couple songs so there's one where they say they're talking about it's like talking about romantic relationships and there's a line that says maybe i'm stuck on what i see on tv i grew up on disney but this don't feel like disney and it just like the frustrations in in seeing not seeing kind of romantic hopes play out in the way that we were taught growing up on you know 
90s 2D animation Disney mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, so may, maybe to, to kind of tie a bow off on this, on maybe my thoughts, and we can maybe move on to some, some more AJR stuff, but um, I, I think there is a way to appreciate work, appreciate art, appreciate a product without necessarily celebrating other actions of a person. I think there, I think there is a way to do that. Um, and I think we can, and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pull this into the gray a little more. Um, and maybe this is just a dumb thought and you can help the listeners dissect something from it, Andre, but no promise. (laughs) Um, you know, what, what about artists that we just disagree with? like on, on on huge matters of life uh i don't i don't know the members of ajr um i don't think they're christians uh, i have no idea they might be they don't have an explicit christian message i think a lot of their songs certainly lay themes that that go that way but you could say that about any artist um but l- let's say they're not christians you know i don't think they are they, they don't come out publicly and say it at least um am I, can I like their stuff because they see the world differently from me? Um, you know, I disagree with how they live their life, right? I, I objectively would say Christianity is the best way to live life. Um, as a Christian, I'll hold that consistency. So, you know, just pull it into the gray area from this black and white. Like it's really easy to say, I don't want to celebrate someone who raped a child. Like that, that's very easy to, to sit here and say that, but what about to say, well, can I celebrate someone who did does something that I just kind of don't like? Yeah. Or I, it's such a gray thresholdy area. Yeah, I know. And I think, but I just think that separating the intrinsic beauty, the intrinsic value of beauty from the moral rap sheet of its creator is necessary. Yeah. To avoid that complication and to say that, yeah, if, you know, there are great works of art, and culture that are created by people that are not great people. There was actually a really good... So I have... Yeah, to show my cards. I wrote an article for TPM about this. Uh, and it was called Tainted. Accepting beauty from a broken world, I yeah, think. Yeah, something. That was a and, pretty sweet tagline. Yeah, yeah, the classic uh, semicolon... Or colon and then subtitle thing. Uh, we're not that legit. That is just total showboating. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you gotta come on. You gotta you know walk the walk. Um, uh, what was I say? Oh, I, I can't remember. I wrote that article a while ago, and I think since that article was posted or I wrote it, there was an uh, an article in the Washington uh, no in the Wall Street Journal about about basically this exact topic, and they had some historical examples too. And apparently, oh, I think it was. Um, Paul Cezanne or somebody like there are old, like really old examples of this happening too. So this isn't like a new phenomenon, mm-hmm. and so I think, like I wonder, I don't know, I wonder what the previous generations have done with this topic of parsing and understanding more. You know, se- trying to separate and distinguish um, artwork from the artist mm-hmm. in the in the effort in the, in hopes to preserve a lot of the great work that is out there that I think we should do as a culture, as a society, we should preserve that because it, because I, as I said before, believe that it is intrinsically good and important for our lives. Sure. Um, yeah, I think we've about beaten that horse to death. Um, 
Andre and I aren't going to necessarily solve all the world's problems yep. right now. But what we can do is geek out a little more about the, a band that we like a lot. Oh uh, I want to talk about uh, Break My Face. <laughs> so good. This this has my a couple of my favorite lyrics of any song um, ever. Um, the, the song... Uh, on on the whole is you know bad stuff's gonna happen to you because life right and, and that's that's the overall theme um but at the end of the day like it ain't it ain't that bad for you probably right it's I a mean, perspective thing like, it's all about perspective yeah. and you know it, for a lot i think a lot of it is like it's a lot worse for other people like look at where you are like especially you know where andre and i are in, in, in america for yeah. you know the majority here um my my favorite lyric is uh what doesn't kill you makes you ugly uh life gave you lemons but at least it gave you something um so it's like you know you're gonna get beat up by the things that happen to you in life but uh if i break my face like it's okay because at the end of the day, my face is just my face like which is also a line right yeah, yeah. And, and like the the theme of it is like i'm okay like yeah bad stuff happens in life but like if you're listening to this song like on some of you're still here so for you yeah. <laughs> it this might be all this bad stuff but at the end of the day perspective like you're still here right and like, positivity a little bit so what's yeah. the one about the eye like you rolled your eyes they oh. rolled away right like you roll your eyes a thousand times oh, like, yeah. so much that they roll away <laughs> but like so your eyes rolled out of your head because you rolled your eyes so much, but like you know, like, at least you can't cry. Yeah, anymore. at least you're not crying today. Right? Isn't that yeah. What that, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> or like you run your mouth, you run your mouth so much that your tongue fell out. Um, yeah. But at least you can't drown because you got no mouth. Yeah. So it's always it's always about like <laughs> just have it's such a it's such a dumb yeah. lyric, right. but but it, it just it totally it has some the point. It of, does. It just has the it just drives this point of you know have a little bit of perspective. Um, so listen to that song. It's oh man. Listen to I'm just gonna drop some on you. Listen to Weak, which we love. That's one of Zach and I's favorite. Yep. Which I think says so much about man. I'm just gonna give you the thesis uh, about how I feel. Like the our default cultural response to weakness is just to shrug it off and say, oh, you know, we're human. Whatever that happens, but it doesn't actually do anything about that weakness and how our slip ups hurt ourselves and other people. Whereas you know, if we're if we look at if we translate weakness as sin, you know, the Christian worldview does like Jesus has addressed sin, and and the process of sanctification has addressed the fact that our sin uh, hurts people. Anyway, so that weak is, and it's just an absolute banger. Uh, weak is good. The entertainment or what is it? Entertainment's here also is very like kind of savage towards the way that. People my age, our age, uh, are like addicted to content and stuff and entertainment and flashy things to distract them and to take them away from from the world. Um, what are the other ones, Zach? I don't know. Well, you keep rambling. I, I you know, we're we're <laughs> we're coming to the end here. Yeah. Um, but since, like I said, I'm like super bummed out that um, we can't like play these for you, oh. but. Uh, give me your give me your top three. You know, to the listener at top the at three. the end of this, here's what here's what I want from this episode that we just did. My punch list of what I hope. If you heard nothing, if you made it this far, is that my fire alarm? 
Yes. Uh, I'm going to say my house I probably. Hear cooking. Okay. So I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my wife's cooking. Fire alarms going off. Of course. Uh, no my offense wi- to Ashley. My, my wife's a fantastic cook. That happens to me don't, almost every time I try right. to bake something. Right. So. Don't, don't don't hear that. Um, <laughs> you know, my punch list for what I really hope the listener is getting from this episode today. Um, art art matters. God created us for to, on some level to be artsy or to appreciate art art does something to us and and i believe that is just a given um secondly um this is maybe more to the christian um secular art is still art and it says something about culture and society and observations on humanity um a culture and society that we are called to engage with to to live in and yeah yeah and and thirdly go and listen to ajr because they are so good and i am obsessed i go through phases with bands and currently ajr is like my phase um so andre give me your top three okay what does the listener need to listen Weak, to break my face which both of which we talked about and uh, birthday party does it for me oh, which is a kind of a, such a good it's such a weird concept but it's so good okay so i am not going to give you three. I'm going to give you a th- few throwbacks. Uh, for throwbacks, uh, they're two of their very early songs from 2015. I'm ready and let the games begin. Those were songs that got them on the map in yeah. the alternative scene. Um, and then a few, a few more underrated ones. Um, I'm going to say my top three: uh, "Come Hang Out," "Karma." Not necessarily the message, like, like it kind of has a good message to it that points out an inconsistency of karma, uh, but it's got a sweet, sweet beat to it. Um, but like you, if you just want to like jump around your house, oh, totally. Oh. And then, oof, oh, 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 what is it? What, what's my favorite one? Uh, I'm not famous. I love it. <laughs> the, the message of the song is, where are my haters? Oh, wait a minute. I'm not that famous. I don't have any haters. There's no paparazzi <laughs> for me. So like, They're so uh, self-aware. so normal. I just love them. So, okay. Those are my top songs yep. for you guys. All right. So that's basically the end of what we're talking about today. We uh, love, if it's not obvious, we just love AJR. And we think that they have a lot of really important things to say about culture and the world that we're living in. Um, and of coming of age in in this time. So thanks for being with us. You've uh, been listening to the TPM podcast with Zach and I going rogue, the art guys. Um, but, yeah, we're uh, going to post this without any permission. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> T- going we, totally we control rogue. the website, yeah, so yeah. they can deal with it. <laughs> so, uh, so this has been our geeking out. Um, maybe it was edifying to you. I don't know. Yeah, thanks for letting us verbally process you guys. <laughs> yeah, verbal process with big air quotes. <laughs> yeah, all right. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. <laughs>